0: Welcome back to Comeback. As usual, I am your host, Connor, And as you know by now, I like to interview people from around Saigon, Vietnam, and all around the world about a wide variety of topics. These include self-development, mental health, entrepreneurship, expat life, creative projects, and much, much more. They're all themed under the show's slogan, The Comeback Beats the Setback. I'm delighted to welcome a Vietnamese guest today. It is my friend Casey. And we're going to discuss a wide variety of topics, primarily self-development, we think let's see where we go. I'm excited for this chat. Welcome, Casey. How are you?
1: How are you? I'm really good. <laughs> I'm excellent.
0: Thank you. And I love to interview local guests because being in Vietnam for three years and two months now, I, I like interacting with the locals and finding out more about the country that have welcomed me with open arms as almost my second home, a home away from home. And I'm very lucky that I chose Vietnam as my destination. I'm a bit curious about you in terms of your background and what I usually do just to give I guess some kind of overview for me and for those listening and for you is I just ask the guest a bit about their background so if you you don't mind me asking you just generally whatever you want to share what was your background like growing up in Vietnam, where in Vietnam and what was life like Casey? Um, Thank
1: you for inviting me first and uh, I'm I was so excited to be here today uh, talking about uh, my journey and uh, I really want to share uh, some of my um, journey to everybody uh, just just to uh, be in touch with my community and my people and my country. Uh, so my background was like I, I am a Saigonese like 100%. Uh, I was born and was raised here in Saigon. Um, I can't define myself like as a specific uh, area in this city because we, I grew up um, in the like a condition where my parents have to move a lot. We we move so much in this city, like from district to district. So I know the city so well because. Uh, Growing up, like moving from houses to houses uh, from places to places, and just start always you know when you move your house and then you start your new life again <laughs> again and again its it's make me uh, understand about this city and also uh i I literally know like all them like places in this city absolutely and uh, my so my dad also a Saigonese he was born here but be, do, during the war time he also had to move like to the countryside and stuff but my mom is a little bit different and he she came from the Mekong Delta uh, which is Ben province so that's it. my mom it's, she's really like a Mekong Delta woman and I am um, so, I grew up in a family with uh, um, the country, like basically very South counter, Vietnamese country, um, and yeah, Vietnam, uh, Saigonese. <laughs> mm, I
0: find that interesting for a few reasons because I've moved to Saigon and was in Tan Phu and Tao Dien, and that's all I know. So, I see it as in like the Vietnamese rural area versus the expat populated and also being Saigonese and then from Ben Tre, it's like Ben Treese, or however you say it. Um, What are the differences between a Saigonese and somebody who grew up in the Mekong Delta? I've been to both, so I know the different environments, but what what, what are the main differences you think that come up in, say, somebody from Saigon versus someone from Ben Tre?
1: Yeah, that's a good question, uh, because of course the Vietnamese we know, uh, but uh, for expats, you guys don't really recognize the the accents but uh, we we do have different uh, accents and somehow different vocabularies uh, with uh, people like from central of uh, Saigon like Saigonese they grew up especially grew up and raised in this city. Uh, We have very neutral uh, accent uh, but people from the Mekong Delta they they have uh, Different accent, also um, different with uh, the taste uh, when they cook their food. Of course, like uh, in this city, we 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 eat like food uh, Vietnamese cuisine from all over the country, but the taste of people from Mekong Delta they always make everything so sweet. Like like <laughs> like a dessert, mm. like right. I I don't know if anybody traveled to Mekong Delta. You guys would recognize that. Like the nuoc mam, you know, the fish sauce is yeah. so sweet. They put so much sugars. I, I think maybe because they they work so much on the farm and the field with coconut or something and they love the sweet or yeah,
0: something. Quite possibly. I love also you mentioned about the accents because just prior to recording we were talking about accents yeah, in certain yeah. countries. My my native country of England. And you can tell hugely the difference between a London accent yes. and a Liverpool accent and a Manchester accent and so on but in Vietnam I, I I don't know because I don't speak Vietnamese and I'm not quite as accustomed with local Vietnamese culture as I would have liked to be I can't really tell say a Hanoian from someone from the Mekong versus a Saigonese I can't really tell it so I'm glad you managed to clarify for it me. yeah
1: if you really like pay attention uh carefully you will uh, recognize mm. there's a um, huge difference uh we we call people from Mekong Delta we we, we use used to call them miền like, tay like people from the west <laughs> ah okay <laughs> yeah. and then saigon um uh if if you if you like i i will have some like um the like expression of the mekong delta for example um A uh in saigon we call trứng trứng with t r u n g trứng uh for the mekong delta like, especially where my grandma lived and my, my mom grew up, they call Tưng, <laughs> which is not, uh, not like, exactly pronounced from the, from the actual word. Right, I see.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's just how it goes. I'm wondering here, we mentioned that your upbringing involves moving from place to place within the same city. And that's interesting because a lot of the people I interview move from place to place all over the world. But yeah. never within the same city. Yeah. I, th- I think you're the first person who said that. So I find that interesting because it it's it's allowing me to try and examine what sort of life you led, let's say, from zero to eighteen. So without sounding too much like a conventional therapist, <laughs> how was how would you describe your childhood? Uh, how, how what was it like, Casey? As in what sort of child were you, the reason I ask you, I'm always interested in how a childhood affects a person growing up and the person who's sat in front of me today. So would you mind telling me just a bit more about your childhood and what that was like?
1: Yeah, this is very, uh, our childhood is very important because it's shaped us into our person today. So my childhood, we have a very tough, um, very difficult childhood. Uh, I grew up in very like poor condition. Uh, family, uh, so my my dad, um, he he already have a marriage before. He already had like some kids before me. Uh, even I'm a I'm a eldest child in in my family with my mom. But before me, he already have like uh, like three daughters. So I'm another daughter. I'm I'm the number four, and the the Asian culture a Vietnamese culture, like they they wanna have boy in their family, right? They do not want someone like hair, like someone can like have their blood, but um I'm I'm a daughter, I'm still have their blood, but they, they don't count, you know. So number four, uh daughter and also my mom, uh she's she's from Mekong Delta and they're very traditional. They super traditional and uh they also want a boy. So after me uh I have another uh younger brother. Um so like I think all of my childhood is like um is is all about me and my brother um trying to get attention. Like me trying to get attention from my parents and Obviously, my brother already got attention from them, like because he's the only son they have, and also the um, uh, my parents. uh, They we we grow up uh, we live very poor condition, so we have to move from places to places because we just never have a stable life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I just I remember when I was so small, like around three. Uh, years old, we have to move from like rented house. We have to live in some rented house, like it's just so small. It's just like uh, maybe 10, 10 middle squares for okay. four of us. Uh, and and we cannot stay in one place. They, we just have to move because they, they cannot maintain the, the situation. So we move so much. And at, uh, at some point, I think I I remember we moved to uh, a place that, like, my my parents said, oh, we don't have to move anymore. So, uh, like, this is where we we can live, and then we move again. <laughs> um. So I, my memory is like in my mind, just the from like under five years old. I don't remember anything. I just don't remember. Where were we, or <laughs> uh, what did we do? I, I just yeah. don't remember.
0: I feel like at that point you're already trying to formulate memories, and if you keep yeah. moving, it's hard to actually get something stuck down of where it is from.
1: Sure, uh, I I just remember like my, my feeling uh, throughout time, like okay, uh, my feeling towards people around me that I that I can remember, but mm-hmm. like other than that, I it's just like a blank.
0: What were those feelings to those around you?
1: Uh. It, it's like um, I I can I can remember my feeling when I was in that place. Like, okay, is that a good neighborhood? Uh, yeah. Or or I in where I live um, that I remember the most at that at that uh, time was like I was in, you know everybody know this market is we call Bà Chiểu Market uh, in Bình Thạnh. Mm. Uh, so it's very local market, and that's very vivid uh, memory to me because it's very loud, very noisy. Like I just walk up, and I, I hear like people in in the market talk to to each other and uh, chicken sounds and everything. Yeah, that's that's the most vivid uh, memory, memory I ever have in that time.
0: And throughout this period, then of constantly moving and being thrown from place to place. How did that affect you, I suppose, growing up? As in, what personality traits came in you as a result of moving from place to place, if you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. It's like, uh, um, it's in, in you like um, uh, anxiety, like a huge anxiety uh, to whenever you have, uh, you don't have like the stability, um, like a home, like what what children is very important to to form a, a home. Like you you feel safe, uh, and also with a, with young child like they uh, we attach to the place we live and attach to the people uh, mm. like in our family. I think I don't I cannot attach to my fam- parents because my my dad always away. He works so much, and my mom is like she never there mentally she's, she's also like have to work or like or take care of my my brother because mm. my brother only younger than me only one year so she had to take care of two two babies at the same time and of course like uh the younger baby will get more attention so i i don't have an attachment from anything like from a place from a person i just uh like yeah that is in in creating me like um uh like lack of security uh and lack of um like ingree like huge anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No,
0: I'm I'm trying to picture it. I was I classed myself as quite fortunate that I grew up in the same family home from nineteen ninety nine to twenty fifteen. So yeah. I did have that solid base and that's why hearing stories of those who had different experiences really interests me. As these are formative foundational years. They really do matter in terms of how you grow up and become the person that you become. I'm wondering what you were like, say around peers, or friends, or at school, or let's say outside of your family home. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What sort of child slash teenager were you, Casey? Um, were you shy? Were you boisterous? How would you describe yourself?
1: I, I can de- describe myself like I'm very boyish. Yeah, I have sur- I'm surrounded by boys, <laughs> like my brother, my cousins. So we, we move a lot. We still move <laughs> until I... Over 20, <laughs> but like lesser than like the
0: right okay. the,
1: the period of time. You know, like <laughs> yeah, lesser. yeah, yeah. But uh, because because the moving and I, I couldn't make friends. I don't have friends. Um, then at one point, we stayed in one place for like, I think, four years. So that's that when I um, was an, in grammar school. Elementary school. That's when I start to make friends, and I remember vividly like uh, some of the girls in my in my class like come up to me and said, "My mom told me uh, I shouldn't make friends with you." <laughs> that's harsh
0: that's fierce.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's brutal. brutal. <laughs> <laughs> because I I was so used to with the boy, and just my i was so, so super boyish. Even because we were so poor, my mom always. Uh, got clothes from um, my older cousins from the f- in the family yeah. extended family, and then they're all boys, and I <laughs> just wear boy clothes and I just act like a boy, talk like a boy, play with the boys. And of course, I don't kill anymore like that. There
0: like <laughs> <laughs> was some line. Yeah. There was some line. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: some some fine yeah. line. Okay, I, I just don't uh, like really really fight. But yeah. I do fight. I did fight a lot so i can I don't know how to act,
0: of course um, yeah, around
1: yeah. the girls, yeah. so the girls are like, "Oh, you in intense. you're crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> What were your hobbies? What sort of things would you do for fun if you uh, were a it at that time yeah, yeah uh,
1: I think oh I, I uh cycling, yeah, like on my bicycle a lot, just around the neighborhood sure. just around the the corners like, yeah, yeah. Th- that's it, uh, and also, I love like physical activities, always like running um. Like at my age, everybody will know this activity. As at school, we we stretch um like um plastic uh string, uh and then we jump over the string. Okay, I, cool. I don't know how to. I don't
0: uh, I don't know how to. Do, I know what you mean, but I don't know yeah. how to describe it either. So you're a teacher. Cool.
1: Maybe you I know. see the, the yeah yeah. Play I, that I like. know
0: exactly what you mean, but I can't describe it. So I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that was something you enjoyed to do. Yeah, what I'm wondering here is like. Like that comment, that for example, like oh, like my mom says, don't play with you. Well, that's quite harsh to say to any child, to be honest. Yeah, I, I was yeah.
1: crying so much after that. I was like, why, everyone, nobody want to make be friends with me. Yeah. and I end up like always alone. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I'm also wondering. I, I do want to touch more upon that from like a, let's say, a social point of view. Yeah. Also, in terms of let's say like gender roles, because for example, if you have more boyish hobbies and traits, and you dress like a boy and you hang around with the boys etc did you ever feel like um say you mentioned distant from girls did you ever want to be let's say quote unquote more feminine or more girly yes, you wanted to be of
1: course like i always want to be like oh i don't know how to say but um i'm i'm very i, I love to be look to look pretty yeah sure uh, but i can't like uh, always have clothes, boy clothes and i my mom doesn't my mom she's very distant to me like she's not um uh, so people say like okay mother and daughter they're close and they share like no my mom never Is she she doesn't even take care of herself very well so i i don't know how to like do my hair Um, so then I I copy I go to school I see like the teacher oh wow so beautiful they they wear air yai like wow it's like very elegant I try to be like that but it's so hard (laughs) (laughs) so to walk like that but uh, no then at some point I give up
0: (laughs) if we go a bit more I guess like psychologically what was your mental well-being or your mental health state like during this period, um, we mentioned words such as anxious and alone. How was your mental health during this point? Would you describe it as quite negative?
1: Uh. Yeah, I, I do have I, I did have fun uh, hanging out with my cousins and my my brothers. Like okay, we fight and like I I I found uh, joy from fighting a lot with my brothers, <laughs> my brother and my cousins. Um, <laughs> so um I think it's it's um it for me um as a person like i always um see things um twist like for example if uh because you cannot act, i i learned that like throughout my childhood um some incident happened to me instead of feeling that as a something like very unacceptable um so i have I have a way to accept it because if if I don't accept that for me like okay, I, I cannot accept like the way my mom uh, always ignore me like yeah that's really hurt, but I accept that like um yeah she's busy she just care about herself and and like is it's it become like my sarcasms uh skip uh, character, yeah sure. Yeah, uh, and like whenever I hang out with my brother and my cousin, they're all boys. And instead of like try to fit in, like okay, I just, you guys always play with balls, football, something. I can't. I I don't have that skills. So I was like, I would just follow them, and I find joys by like making fun of them. Like, oh you you kick like a like a gay. Like, <laughs> So the, the more they get angry, the more I just laugh. The just more you find, find funny yeah, humor. And I found like really so much
0: fun. Right, I see. Yeah, I no, I find that really interesting, especially the bit about reframing. Yeah. Because a lot of times I do sit here with people and I've spoken to people. I've been in situations myself where we'll look at, say, a distance from a parent. And we'll go, oh, no, they don't love me. And we'll suck, look at it from that way. And that's really damaging. You know, if you yeah. genuinely believe that your parents don't love you, that must have a really bad psychological impact. But if you manage to reframe it in the way you think of, oh, um, perhaps they're trying their best, but they're just struggling with this, etc. Or yeah. they're busy or not right now. It's, a, it's probably a more accurate reframe. There's a lady called Byron Katie who does a system called The Work. And the work is basically you go back to really tough moments of childhood where you were Abandoned and you go through it and look at it from a different perspective Which is probably more accurate and it sounds like you're able to correct me if I'm wrong It sounds like you're able to reframe things in quite a Positive manner as in not to get as upset by them as you could. Would you say that's true?
1: Uh, Actually to get to that point to the point that like I I can twist the the reality into something that i can uh i can like at ease yeah. with the reality mm-hmm. um it it took a long time its a really long time like i i have to be um that's why like some some of my friends told me like i have um uh things that i always inside my head um uh, t- t- try to um Rationalize. Re- like reframe like yeah, reframing reframe. like like you said. Uh, effort is it's hurt it's hurt it's hurt. Uh, but um, I, I look at them and I I feel like they are struggling too. So how how can I accept? Like earlier I said like it's it's the, it's a process uh, to to get to the point you have to accept the reality. Uh and, and that process take it take too long really long. Like it's like you you can be so sad you're really like crying all the time and you know? um but um at some point um it may b- it it can take years it can take years to to accept a reality like um but at some point you you have to move on yeah
0: exactly i think actually the five steps of grief i think the final one is acceptance so yeah. I, I, people who for example go through the first four and drag them out forever yeah. you have to accept it at some point so you might as well accept it as early as possible yeah, and with that, you also are taking personal responsibility, where it can be very easy to say, "Oh, this person didn't love me or didn't give me what I needed." They're dreadful. Paul them. How dare they? Fuck them, etc. Yeah. But if a lot
1: you... of resentment.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I,
1: I did that. I I I've been through that stage where, um. So whenever me and my parents fought in in the past, um. So of course, i I. I was so angry, like I just tear in my eyes. I, just, I don't know what to say, you know. Like I look at them, it's just, I just feel hatred, you know. I just feel like, oh my god, anger coming out. But then, as a, when I, after I yell at them, and I I saw some of the little like, fear in them coming out. I was like, shit, what did, I, what did I do? Yeah, that's that when you okay, you you gave a lot of resentment to them, and then later on, like. No, I there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like
0: empathy for them, as yeah, they're also struggling. Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, I think th- the reason why right now I have this confidence uh, in my value and my personality because I, I, like I said, I build up like the that empathy mm. uh, inside me, like in for myself for everyone.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, th- that that make me. Uh, I think that, that's the key that make me can accept the reality and like go through all the grief uh, process. Like Absolutely, like yeah.
0: And I do want to talk more about empathy and, let's say, personal values slightly later on in the podcast. Yeah. But just right now, um, if we're talking about formative experiences, you have to go through a lot of experiences to get to that point of acceptance and to have that empathetic view that you have were there any main events or key moments that really shaped you as in any times where you had an argument that really taught you a lesson are there any that stand out if i ask you now any key moments or is it just a collection of small things
1: um i think it's um so people always said if like um Let's say in psychology, they, they said as long as you remember a specific event in the past, you will, you will be able to like just to get in touch with, with, um, with the memories, which is your unconsciousness. Uh, that's when you figured out a lot of things inside you because our men- mentality is like an like, um, uh, ice, iceberg. Right, like Indeed. with like, consciousness, subconsciousness, and unconsciousness, like, but the to get to the point that you can get in touch with your unconsciousness, just something so hard. Some some people they they spend all their life they cannot even realize they they just know maybe ten percent of themselves. So to get to that point, like you get in touch with your un consciousness and subconsciousness. Uh, sometimes like okay, I figured out about like my dreams. My dreams. <laughs> my dreams. I, I used to like r- write down uh journal <laughs> after I dream something. And I so I try to remember. I try to ask my mom like what is that event? How, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, that incident or something. I I try to remember as much as I can. Uh, some My my brother said like, how can you can remember all of that? I don't remember anything like okay, you have to. <laughs> and then I talk a lot with my dad and then some people in my family uh, and then also talk a lot in <laughs> with myself just to have some reflection or recall like what happened in the past. Um, and whenever I realized um, I re- can remember something, I gather. Like, the information. Like you said, like, it, it cannot happen uh, like a collection um, of memories. Um, but it's, it's a whole process that you, like, go back. Yeah, <laughs> You're going back. Like, people said, oh, you, you get lost and you have to find yourself again. Yeah. Like, something like
0: that. It, it could almost be like a jigsaw puzzle as well, where if you put something together, you think, ah, that's why yeah. perhaps X bothered me, or that's why Y bothered me, and... Figuring it all out, it's a lot more complicated though than we we're saying now, you know what yeah. I mean? When you actually go through the process, there are bits that you didn't perhaps realise. I know from my own journey, I'd sometimes look back and think, oh, I didn't think that had much of an impact. Maybe it is, and it's quite quite hurtful, but it, I think it's useful to, um, to grow. We have to go back and I suppose embrace and accept, key word is acceptance, yeah. accept that pain in order to move forward, absolutely we mentioned earlier personal values we've talked about empathy and having empathy for others and then you mentioned along the lines we alluded to personal value what sort of personal values do you have Casey any values that are really important to you such as empathy or kindness or are there any that are main to you
1: Uh, so I I used to uh, attend a course it's um, a very famous course in the whole world we call it core value core values um was educated uh, is educated to um children M- normally at that age they sh- they should have uh, like some core values like growing up you know it's like um we call it something like instant like natural um instant inside a person like you cannot deny that uh-huh. even even as um, a person like a psychopath, they they also have some value, core value, but because it's developed throughout their childhood, it just just be become like faulty uh, or disappeared. Uh, so I then throughout my lifetime, I I realized that like my core value and like what. The, the value that I choose to be the most important to my person and then try to develop that um, is integrity first that's the most important thing uh, I I started my my develop value development from very early age very early age I remember from what I remember maybe four or five years old yeah they, um, because I I think um, when when I, you have a lot of free time like you alone like you don't have friends and surrounded by you it's just nothing and then um, in in my family I always have to be a person like do all the house course, uh, chores chores um, so just being alone very helpful you know like just have to uh, think a lot so at that age I'm like okay I'm. My my mother don't doesn't think that I am her favorite child. Like never have attention. My dad always an like, absent dad. Like never at home. So I I don't I don't get that like attention in in love. You know, like I don't feel love. I don't feel I don't feel it. So. So I got to flop myself.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I talk to myself too much. And I, and like I, feel, I look around like, okay, it's just only me. I have, then I just start to, uh, okay, what do I have? Uh, to Because I always try to be worthy um, towards my, my parents and towards everybody. Like just try to get that validation from people. Uh, I, I did try my best. But like uh, at that age, you know, like you're a kid and maybe nobody like really pay attention. Mm. So, so, OK, I would just build this for myself. Like at that age, I already figured out, OK, I need to build this for myself. So integrity, integrity, like I just never like I remember when I was in high school and all of my classmates, like skipped classes. They just, everybody just skipped classes and mm. it's just. Uh, they don't give a shit about uh, studying me. I would just always show up. <laughs> I would just always show up. I would always like finish my homeworks. I just like always be like a very good, good student, even though like I'm not good at uh, math. I'm just really bad at math, but I'm just always try my best. Uh, just, just to because I don't have like a validation from my parents, so I try to have validation from my teacher. Um, but of course, like beside that, I have very different personality. Mm. Uh, so um, my my teachers, some some of them like love me because they know I'm very like hard study, you know, hard yeah, student. Yeah. But some of them they, they figured out I I have so much problems. Um, so some sometimes I they call my parents and say, "Oh, your your daughter just beat a ga- a, a, a a boy in my class, and say, your daughter is so crazy." I say, <laughs> so I I try my best now, but yeah. Uh, so beside integrity, um, I I also have like um compassion, com-
0: compassion. Com- uh,
1: yeah, compassion. Uh, because like i said i feel the 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 pain inside me and i I feel like okay this is this is not nice at all and i i don't want anybody feel the same as me so to to have this value i just i just have to to always um i think i develop another skills like eq
0: yeah like emotional intelligence intelligence,
1: Um, so I, I, I adopt that skills by like just every time I see someone like, crying like I, I talk to them you know? yeah um, and it's, it's helped me uh, feel like okay I can help a person yeah it's yeah, yeah validation for myself
0: definitely it's always ha- handy knowing that you can have that ability to impact and help and especially if it's something that you felt you were lacking growing up it's definitely good to have it back to reciprocate and i can definitely see the appeal like from my own life and from when i speak to others how we were talking earlier that you were quite alone and quite isolated i, I-, I was going to say like did you eventually make friends but I'm-, I'm sure you did i'm sure you have yeah you have friends nowadays as we currently speak right yeah. yeah what sort of things do you look for in friends and how are you in dealing with friendship the reason i ask you is because growing up and perhaps not having friends or not having as many, like I'm just thinking that it might cause an issue as in you might think, oh, I've got friends. How do I behave around them? That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, correct me if any of this is wrong. Uh, you know, I'm just wondering how you are as a friend and how friends are to you and what you look for in a friend. Do you mind telling me a bit more about you and friendships?
1: Um. So my, uh, I think friendship is something that like, one of the most important things in my life, like relationship, because um, I, I I feel like connection is something that keep keep me uh, in touch with others, because you know like y- you cannot be alone all the time, and and it's, it's it make me make so much effort. With, with others people, like they just come naturally, they make friends naturally, but with me because I have that difficult mm. uh, childhood f- with having friends. So um, it's always something very serious with me. I was sometimes t- too serious about <laughs> friendships. Mm. Um, and I, that's why I'm very like selective and picky. With choosing friends, I used to be like try to fit in and tr- and try to mm-hmm. have friends, and and I become a people pleaser.
0: It, it does go that way, right? When yeah. you're like, I want friends, I want friends. Oh, I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you. Yeah, and I do everything. Yeah, I follow yeah. them, and,
1: and then and then I got bullied so much in school, uh, like on on because in my childhood I don't have friends. Then in high school I try my best. I do everything and then it just become very like hurtful um memories of Like like i then i i in um that's junior high school and then when i come to like uh no senior uh senior high school like i just become so isolated because i just got bullied so much uh and then I figured out okay like i i would stop i would stop trying to fit in uh i would stop try to be nice i would stop trying to be someone else but not me then I spent three years of my high school and having again having no friends <laughs> I have one friend like oh we was, he's the the only and my best friend um a boy so i I was so lucky to to have like at least one friend <laughs> throughout my high school um, but then I realized um, it's, friend is something that you cannot force it just come naturally and um, so those high school those high school years uh, of course I kind of lonely but I, I focus so much on studying mm. uh, so with Vietnamese students you know like high school is very important they need to finish high school and then finish the examination to get to university so that's my first pro- my priority like no, all absolutely. my attention mm. uh, but the big changing for me is when i got to my university when i was like open max and maximize myself like i just try to like be as much extrovert as possible i, I like become from super introverted was uh, just a long woof, and i become like i just i just joined so many clubs um so many communities and just hang out always outside always join and i i also have like part time jobs and always i i i think I learned that like <laughs> this is funny um I learned that if if you look nice if you look cute if you um, have like a style you know like in on university you, you you must have a style like people just drawn to you by style by your like by your presence Uh, by your unique
0: okay yeah by yeah. Uh, by your niche yeah, yeah, yeah. Your niche, your niche, uniqueness yeah, yeah. What, what was your style
1: Uh, always you know like in this weather people like just avoid to wear something hot I just always have a jacket like really cool jacket and like and then leather boots <laughs> 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 just try to like always look different or like i just perm my hair so big um or just and and like uh i, I think i'm really successful by my techniques like yeah. try to look different and then try to always um uh very active in like the study activities sure and also like, try to be like a pet of the teachers <laughs> the professors
0: right if i ask you and I'm, I'm asking this just not really like too much devil's advocate but i'm trying to like go the other way a bit is there a danger that in trying to like please the teacher and trying to like have a unique style is it a danger of isolating yourself more or did it work for you in building your confidence how did it work for you
1: um so what I mean here, like, try to be like a professional pets is like, as long as you, you engage in the activity, you, you know, uh, in Vietnam, like in university, n- no, like it's just very boring. Students, people just, they go to class, they go, they go to class and they, they don't really engage. To the activity with the the teacher with the professor, me, I was engaged too much so so much, so it, it brings me the benefit that okay, I will learn a lot
0: mm. from them,
1: and then I also like stand out from other students right, and yeah. if, if I got like the attention for the professor, other students, they will want to be friend with me mm. like. Definitely, they want to be friends. They because everybody want to have like higher scores, and in um, in university, they don't they don't teach you like in high school. Like they don't give you textbooks and okay, learn by heart. This yeah. like you gotta learn that yourself. You are going to figure out that knowledge. Be
0: independent. Mm. Be
1: independent. They call it like self-studying yes. yeah, yeah, skills. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the library so much. Uh, I I just try to be like. At good at um, I can be so, so I I would attract other other friends. Other friends. So if and then I attract like friends that like wanna be good like me. Mm-hmm. So that's also like a very good I I can build like very good group. Mm. Uh, but the thing is, um, I it, it's hard to like figure out. Okay, somebody wanna be like hard study at at you or they're just trying to take advantage like Mm. okay i want to be in your team and then they got the the score Tricky, yeah very Mm. tricky yeah
0: i know what you mean Uh, if i had to i guess like if i spoke to your closest friends how would they describe you if i said to them hey what's casey like as a friend what would they say
1: (laughs) crazy (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) they would say they would say i'm very crazy i'm very um I, I have like very um like you said earlier like about the feminine energy mm. and masculine energy i have it's a, a lot of masculine energy
0: how would you say uh, like what percentage is it like 70 30 80 20 it,
1: the pain oh. now like w- when i'm already like 28 i i can like modify that like o- of course when i wanna hang out with a guy i cannot be so masculine <laughs> 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 uh Yeah, I think with with my friends, girls, I would be very, like, maybe 60% Mm. masculine and 40%. Sure,
0: okay. Yeah. How would, if I was to say to you, what does it take to be friends with you? So, like, for example, are there any key traits that are needed to be friends with you, Casey? What are they? As in, do you have to be... Empathetic? do you have to be kind? do you have to be adventurous? like what sort of things do you need to be to be friends with you <laughs>
1: and this is so funny because like I, I I find that friends come naturally and and like like you attract people with your the same energy, the same vibes, something like that. So I, I don't want to make people feel like, uh, oh, I have this value, you have <laughs> to have value, right, so you okay. can be my friend now. Uh, but I, I have one requirement. Like, it's not a requirement, it's just, I think it's um, something called, called like value. Yeah, for one value. Friend. yeah, value. Yeah, yeah. It's respect. Like, that's the only thing I require from anybody, not only friendship, but like any relationship respect. Respect with me is like the I, I just very most important. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Why is respect so high for you do you think? Is it because of your early years where you felt maybe disrespected or like being bullied at school or is it just something that stands out for you? Um,
1: probably, probably from my maybe from my experience in my childhood uh, but next to that I think I I have very like I build very uh, um a very strong foundation like a very strong respect for myself uh for and then also um it's 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 quite it sounds like very um, impulsive uh that I I just I I this is um another side of me uh, I'm 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 kind of like a rebel, you know, like uh-huh. a a black sheep of the family. I just if my parents told me to do something, I would do exactly the opposite. If anybody tell me, like if, even my exes, they told me what to do, and I just did exactly the opposite. Like I would, um, I think it's the two side of a of a coin. Like when you uh. I am very loyal. Like earlier, like we talked talk about value, right? I'm empathy, uh, loyal, and integrity. Cause I I think I'm I got the, that confidence and respect for myself from those values. So I I'm just very uh, loyal to to my person, and I, I need someone to respect that side uh, because I know my line. If 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 I don't have that trust. Like that respect i will i would don't i don't have that respect towards them as well of course like it's it much be mutual mm-hmm. so so it's the two side of of a of a, a person two sides of the coin, yeah. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. and
0: I guess we've covered a lot of your earlier years and in high school and university. How would you describe yourself now as in personality wise i mean and also are you? content with yourself right now are you happy with yourself
1: yeah I'm really really happy with myself uh, I think right now I'm 28 mm. I, I've i been through the now, now I'm at the point that my personality my identity uh, is kind of shaped already like not really uh, tough uh, really hard and I cannot change yeah of course. of course I'm still flexible
0: yeah yeah but the core components are there yeah, yeah.
1: But before that, uh, I I I can imagine myself like a punch, a punch in uh, like I just absorb, uh, learn and experience and absorb, um, and because I, I have a I have a tendency to be very loyal to what I have, so I I was so struggling to be flexible to learn uh, new things. Uh so five years ago I met like my best friend now. Um so she teach me like at, at your age you need to be really open, just very flexible, and try to learn as much as you can. So my obstacle of uh from learning fast is that I just too um I, I don't feel sec- secure. I don't feel secure I don't feel stable. my My emotion. I have depression. You know, I just I cannot open. I cannot. I just don't trust anybody. To, and then, and then, once I I got that relationship, like very core relationship with her, I just feel like okay, this is the first person I should I should listen. Mm. I'm like I said, I just never listen to anybody. Absolutely, I Never yeah, listen yeah. to anybody, even teacher. They teach me. I would have, always have critical thinking. Okay, did, did she say the right thing? Okay. <laughs> it's a strange,
0: yeah, I've I kind of got a similar mindset, I believe. And um, we've spoken then just about kind of things you've learned and how you're happy with yourself now. What are some key things that you still do or have in mind that keep you, I suppose, accepting yourself? As in, do you do things like gratitude or affirmations or journaling or techniques such as remembering empathy for the other person what sort of techniques do you use Casey
1: yeah I um, so right now I try to build like a good habit every day for myself mm. so first it's gonna be like my um, physical health like yoga um, and workout running is is some of the activities that always have to I, I try to do like Five five days a week, uh, as much as I can, as much as I can spare time. It's very important to me. Um, and the next is my meditation routine. Also, like at first, I just try to do like ten minutes a day. Ten minutes a day was just like oh, it's take too long. <laughs> wow. you are like where's
0: where is it where is it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I've been it's, there. <laughs> At first, it's too hard. Like you just fall asleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after five minutes. But now I just get so addict addicted to it. I just have to do it. So last week I I skipped two days without meditation. I just feel okay. I am depressed already. Yeah, it's just yeah. really hard. Yeah, meditation also journaling. Right, I just write out what I feel. Have in uh, what I. Learn from life, or it's my plan, or my goals, or everything. Keep up with, and always have a have a habit of checking up with yourself. <laughs> how do you feel? How? What is your st- status right now? Like every breath that you take, like just try to check up with yourself. Like, okay, are you okay at that point? Mm. Because every day, like you, sometimes you. At one point you, oh, I'm very happy, and then later on, I'm like, um, what am I doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, constant reflection, absolutely crucial. I always ask this question, I've noticed in the last few weeks, and I'm not quite sure why. I think because the definition varies for so many people. And I'm going to pose the question to you. It's quite deep, get ready. <laughs> what does success mean to you?
1: Yeah, I... It's quite deep, yeah, I yeah, know Yeah, <laughs> it's quite deep, yeah. I, I just answer, answer these questions not long time ago so oh. I can remember. <laughs> so for, for me being success being successful means you can reach the purpose of life and you you feel happy, you um can do what you dream to do. That's that that very successful for me. Yeah.
0: yeah. To the know the purpose, purpose of mm. your life. Yeah. Do you know the purpose of your life? yeah do you mind telling me
1: <laughs> my purpose of my life very simple just I think helping people helping others is my purpose. I used to have like throughout time it it changed, but right now i just i feel like uh if if you keep that purpose of your life is like very simple and so you you it's, it's make you feel yourself and feel content like you feel meaningful yeah so helping others
0: helping others and if you were to go back to let's say 14 year old Casey so 14 years ago and from what we've discussed I'd imagine that was quite an isolated figure struggling um, lacking confidence now that you're 28 and you feel happy and you feel confident what would you say to that 14 year old version of yourself with all that you know now
1: Um, I would say it's okay. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, you're just gonna love yourself. Yeah. That's
0: it. (laughs) Perfect. I think that's excellent. Before we get to the final part, has there been a question that I have not asked you that you would have liked me to ask you, but I did not? Yeah. Or you expected me to ask you, but I did not?
1: Hmm. I think it will be. You you ask pretty much a a lot. Um, Oh, um, my! It's like my mindset. Mm. My mindset um, now, like how how do I keep myself um, like on on track? On track now, yeah. Yeah. With like the the self development yeah there's like maybe tip and trick
0: tips and tricks, yeah. yeah, we did allude to it, but uh, I th- with kind of the practices of habits and more of that, but we didn 't actually ask specifically, so Casey yeah <laughs> specifically, how do you keep yourself on track with your self development any tips or techniques or tricks that you 'd like to share
1: yeah i I w- want to share that like right now um, in in this stage of my life um, I was just every day tell to myself don't give a fuck <laughs> just don't give a, don't give a fuck of what others think about you uh, because i i have a advice from my from my, a teacher on high school that he said never never look up and then look down you you can look down so you can feel like okay i uh, I, I, I'm better than I have, a, I have a roof over my head I, I have food to eat and so you can feel you can be break, grateful every day but never compare yourself with others and so that's like the most important like one of my uh, favorite a- advice mm-hmm. in my whole life that now I don't compare myself to anybody and just never give a fuck of what others said uh, also, mm, being like being um, mindful with with who you are. Be, try try to know as much as possible who you are. Like get to know yourself. Be your best friend. Uh, just if you can know exactly who you are, it will be a big achievement big achievement and then later on in your life you will meet someone that loves you and understand you uh, quite like uh, exactly who you are it is, is, is will be like big blessing it will be like the mo- the happiest things ever happen in your life
0: absolutely yeah. yeah know who you are and aim for it if we had this conversation in a year's time and so October 2023 yeah, and I said hey Casey welcome back what have you achieved in the last year? What would you like to tell me about what you've achieved?
1: Mm. So it, it, I have to imagine like myself one yeah. year later. Yeah, yeah. Um. Maybe I will share. I would share like, okay, how, how I am with with all of my breach. <laughs> like today I I breached so much about myself, and then like one year later, okay. Uh, how are you? Uh, are you successful? So successful with that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I, I think I will I will update with you about my st- stasis and I'm very I'm very confident and like um, uh, delightful about my future if I keep doing this to what I'm doing to myself. Uh, of course, it's like every day is a, a struggle. Every day is like a, a, a new battle for you to keep going, uh, but like i said with my mindset i will i will hold on to that no matter what
0: hold on to the mindset let it blossom and see where this journey this destination of life takes you
1: yeah yeah, that's excellent
0: thank you very much casey i've really enjoyed chatting and hearing your story journey lessons and everything that we've shared today keep up the good work see you soon and thank you very much
1: oh thank you so much for having me today connor and yeah, I hope you will be very successful with your with your podcast.
0: Absolutely sure of it. Thank you, Casey. Thank
1: you. Yay.